discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, there's, there's a cost for not walking in the spirit. Okay? The, the, the things you lose because you are not walking in the spirit is so much. It's plenty. You are of profit walking in the spirit hallelujah praise the lord look at romans chapter 8 from verse from verse 5 romans 8 5 for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh and they that are after the spirit do mind the things of the spirit do you see look at the next verse then it says, for to be carnally minded is what? Is death. As simple as that. To be carnally minded or to be fleshly minded or to be flesh conscious. There are two things a Christian could do. Christians, go to verse 9. Romans 8, 9. But ye are not in the flesh. So we are not in the flesh. The born again experience is a spiritual Thing that happens to us so we are born again into the spirit okay and therefore we live in the spirit you know john the revelator like they call him said in revelation chapter one that i was in the spirit in the last day when was he in the spirit he was born in the spirit he was born in there what he did was to continue in there the challenge of christians is that a lot of christians don't continue in the spirit so we are born in the spirit and therefore we are in the spirit. It says, but ye are not in the flesh. Say, I'm not in the flesh. It says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Does the spirit of God dwell in you? If the spirit of God dwells in you, then the automatic thing is that you are in the spirit. Okay? But you can either walk after the spirit or walk after the flesh. So even though we are in the spirit, there are two things. Either walk after the flesh you are in the spirit, but you can walk after the flesh. You are in the spirit. You can either walk in the spirit as well. You understand? Uh-huh. So, you are a Christian. Our new birth brings us into Christ. And we are found in a, we are placed in a spiritual environment. But it depends on you. Okay? That is why we ask you to study the word. Are you seeing it? Because studying the word keeps you walking after the spirit hallelujah so if you notice he didn't say in verse 5 look at verse 5 romans 8 5 for they that are after the flesh 
do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Have you seen it? So you can either be after the flesh or you can be after the spirit. What does it mean to be after the flesh? To be after the flesh means that you are not minding spiritual things. Your mind is not stayed on the word. Your mind is stayed on other things. Hallelujah. You are looking at life from the physical. Okay? If it comes to getting something done in your life, you look at your uncle or your, your auntie who is somewhere or your physical qualifications. You don't look at the spiritual aspect. God is not your only source. There are other things that could be your source. You depend on your intellect, on your intelligence, or on how smart you are. Hallelujah. That is why when you want to make a decision, you just make it just like that. You don't pray about it. You know, sometimes you come and see us about something, so let's pray about it. The prayer that we say we should pray about, you know, your, in, in your mind, it's Molaba Shalaba. It's finished. Then you just make a decision. You get it? But you must wait on God. You must learn to wait. It's, it's a sign that you trust somebody. If you are coming to see me and I tell you, wait for me, and I spend two hours away from you, what did I say to you? I, I told you to wait for me, isn't it? If I spent two hours away, two hours away, what does it mean? I'll still come back. I told you I'm going to be there. So the right thing to do is to stay and wait till I come and give you instructions. Is that not so? If I come and you're not there, what do you think I'll do? Especially if I'm your boss. I'll not be happy with you at all. It means that you don't respect me. You don't consider my words as important. Hallelujah. So sometimes it's like, God, it's like God is delaying. No, God is not delaying. That's, we pray in tongues so that we can know exactly what God wants us to do with ourselves. There's the cost of not minding God and doing things the way you want to do is too much. That is why the boy will break your heart into pieces. Because you didn't speak in tongues and, and, and ask God exactly what to do when the guy came to come and propose to you. You didn't decide with God. You were in a hurry because of the, his words and his voice. Baby, when I see you, and my heart is misbehaving, come into my life so that my heart will stop misbehaving. Oh, Pastor, when I see him, <laughs> Pastor, Pastor, is serious? <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. You don't understand, Pastor. You understand. You are making decisions in the flesh. That is why you are suffering like that. Because the Bible says that, like, next verse 6, for to be carnally minded is what? It's a woe, typical, pure typical diamond. Death on every side. You're going to make an investment. You didn't talk to God much. Have you realized that you have lost the money? It it costs too much to not be spiritual. The cost is too much. You can go and you realize that you have wasted about five years. Oh, yes. Some people have wasted 50 years of their lives because they've not been walking after the the spirit. They've not been walking after... So it's too much. Today I was trying to count the cost of some things that I've lost because I didn't walk after the spirit. I realized that I have lost a lot of things. I'm young, but I've lost a lot of things. 
for not walking after the spirit in certain instances yes and it really pained me so today i was making i was very quiet in the house i was making decisions to this i'm going to really walk after the spirit no because it's too much hallelujah praise the lord is but to be spiritually minded as life as life and peace okay life and peace peace that produces prosperity shalom shalom you are fine everything is fine with you people wonder why you are it's like you are so successful because you don't just move you talk to god before you move and you allow your human spirit to give you information concerning what to do before you move it takes time. No, if you make big decisions very quickly, you may not really do well in, in a lot of things. Big decisions must be made step by step, isn't it? You have to take your time. You don't just decide, I've decided I'm going to do this. That's why you keep changing your mind. You make a decision, and then you change your mind, and then you change your mind, and then you change your... We don't even know what you are really, what you really, you are really doing. Change your mind, and change your mind. No, you must learn to wait on God. They that wait on the Lord shall what? Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Hallelujah. Yeah, you gain strength by virtue of you waiting on God and talking to God about things. Hmm? But they that wait upon Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. They shall walk and not faint. You won't faint. He's not talking about fainting. He's talking about becoming tired in life. Can people go and realize that they are tired? Like, I'm tired. Because you make decisions, it doesn't work. You are a Christian, but the decisions you are making are all after the flesh. Look at Philippians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 philippians 3 1 and 2 finally my brethren rejoice in the lord to write the same things to you to me indeed it's not grievous but for you it is safe verse 2 be of dogs be of evil workers be of the concession verse 3 for we are the circumcision which worship god in the spirit and rejoice in christ jesus and have no confidence in the flesh we have no confidence in the flesh have you seen it for we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit. We worship God in the spirit. Romans chapter 1 verse 9 says that, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my, in my prayers. He says, I serve God with my spirit. So you can't serve God outside the spirit. You can't serve God in the, in the flesh. You have to serve God in the spirit. You get it? And the Bible says that God is even looking for people. He's looking for people who worship him in spirit and in truth. Isn't it? Hallelujah. So God is looking for people who are spiritual. Like, you don't just move. You don't just do things. When exams is coming, you don't just trust in your ability to learn. You will sit down and pray and talk to God. Father, help me go through this exam successfully. I cancel sickness. I cancel disease in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that my mind is opened. I've been talking like that. When I, I, when I, was, in sec, when I was in university, I, I've been to university before. When I was in university here, when we come to learn, we write scriptures on our formica board. Yeah, before we learn, we write scriptures with which to, some scriptures to encourage us to, to encourage us and let God know that we need Him. Yeah, we write a scripture on the and you never clean that scripture throughout your study. Yeah, 
you calculate things. You realize that, Charlie, your mind is opening. You are clearly letting God know that you really need him. It says, we have no confidence in the flesh. No confidence in the flesh. Paul said, for in my flesh dwelleth no good. There's no good thing in your flesh. Do you understand? So you have to be smart. You have a bad marriage if you don't make a decision of a, of a husband or of a wife through the Spirit. When I say through the Spirit, what am I talking about? Praying in tongues. It's what I came to see you doing. It's very important. And it's not something we just do in church. We do it in church to help you know that there's something you have to do every... Paul said in... Look at First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. Paul said, I'm glad. I thank my God I speak in tongues more than ye all. Paul showed us his secret to success. Hmm? I thank my God I speak in tongues more than all of you. Can you imagine? Paul, Paul claimed that he spoke in tongues more than everybody. Yes, he was talking to a whole church, the Corinthian church. He said, I speak in tongues. I'm glad. I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than you all. My buttons, pa. Because it's the way to remain in the spirit. It's the way to walk after the spirit. Okay? That's the way to walk after the spirit. And to, to let the word of God be your constant mindset. Okay? When you do your quiet time, does the quiet time leave you after three minutes or after four minutes? The quiet, you don't remember the scripture you even use for your quiet time. Should I ask questions right now? No, you may never come to church again if I ask you that. You may never come to church again. You feel so embarrassed. But you don't remember. You don't remember what you've been thinking. What, have you, what in the scriptures have you been thinking about? Your mind is either food, entertainment, social media. You remember all the Facebook posts that people put, put there this week. <laughs> what do you catch yourself thinking about? Like you are on your day, you just catch yourself. You wonder, your thoughts have been wondering. What has your thoughts been wondering on? Hallelujah. I thank my God I speak in tongues more than ye all. More than ye all. It keeps you afloat. It keeps you in the spirit. It keeps you after the spirit. Okay? And it's, it's, it's in being... You see, when we say someone is in the spirit or someone is walking after the spirit... We are talking about, it's strictly about consciousness. Okay? And speaking in tongues helps your consciousness. Speaking in tongues on a frequent basis helps your consciousness. I'm not, I'm not talking about finding an hour somewhere and then you are, you are praying, and when you leave that place, you forget what you did. I'm talking about speaking in tongues. He says, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you. Have you ever read a place in the Bible where it says, I pray without ceasing? Do you think he was serious about it when he was saying that? Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not faint. Always. So, was, were they joking? Do you think they were joking? Paul said, pray without ceasing. Jesus said, men ought always to pray. We must do the word, isn't it? So, let's do the word. How? By praying every time. Look at Paul. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 17 downwards gives you a lot of instructions. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. This is an instruction from the Spirit. Like, 
as a child of God, your life is rejoicing. Never a day of sadness. If you know me, you realize that I don't like picking stress. I hate it. If you're around me, ask those who are around me. You may, my house is full of laughter. Pastor Alex, am I lying? My wife, am I lying? No. I'm not lying. My house is full of laughter. If there's anything you hear, <laughs> that's what you hear in my house. Because I like to do that. Rejoice evermore. There's not a day where you can't wear this gloomy, gloominess now. Everybody sitting down, carrying the world in their hands. You know your head is the world. Your head is spherical like the, the world. So if you do this, you are carrying the world. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> rejoice evermore then the next thing he says is pray without ceasing like bonfire without ceasing pray without what does it mean what do you think it means pray without ceasing in bible it, is, it was said about Wigglesworth that he never prayed for an hour. But there was no passing minutes that he never prayed. Did you, did you hear that? He never prayed for one hour. But there was no passing minute that he, never, he didn't pray. He didn't need one hour prayer. Every minute to be a bumpire. Minute to be a. Pray all the time. Message, dear. It's a message. Pray all the time. Do you understand all the time? Even when you're eating. Kolaba. Malabo. Pray all the time. When you are sleeping, no, have you ever slept and you are in the spirit? Like you are walking in the spirit and you are asleep. There's a message playing by you. You can wake up praying in tongues. You can pray in tongues and go back. It's happened to me several times. Oh, so many times. It's like you are in church. You can even be in the meeting. When you, when you are sleeping with the message, it's so nice. Have you ever done something in your life before? <laughs> Pray all the time. All the time. All the time. The cost is too much. You've lost so many things because you weren't really. Your consciousness. Okay? That's what brings visions. Have you read uh, 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 Acts chapter 10 before? In Acts chapter 10, Peter was hungry. In the house, it was in the house. They were cooking the food. The food was never cooking. Have you ever had that experience in your life? Yes. Yesterday I had some. I waited. That the food was not cooking. That they were cooking. They have cooked that. Hey, the food is not coming. While the food was not coming, Peter decided that, Charlie, let's pray. Let's use it as a prayer meeting. Because the way I'm getting angry, if I'm not careful, I can just insult everybody in the house. So he climbed up, it was a story about it. So he climbed up to the top and then he was, he just decided to pray. Can you imagine that the hunger turned into a vision that brought, eh, it brought the Gentile salvation? Can you imagine? He was hungry, and he became very hungry and was eating. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. As he was praying, he was even hungry. Malabala. 
I'm here cramming the day and leave you. Sometimes I can come to the house and say, I want it again, I want it again, I'm going. <laughs> and he saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending unto him. You know? Great vision. That taught him to break his traditions, his normal tradition. He was not into eating pigs and all that. God told him, kill and eat. Eat the pigs. Be happy. Break your tradition. There are certain levels of the spirit you can't enter if you don't break tradition, if you don't break your normal protocol. You get it? For instance, there are some churches where every time they are teaching, there's no spiritual incumbious things. Like, they don't lay hands and do some things. So, they don't have some certain experiences. But you must break your tradition in order to have certain experiences with the spirit. That's just uh, by the way. But we are, the more you speak in tongues, the more spiritual you become. The more you walk after the spirit. The more you walk after the spirit, the more successful you will be. Okay? The more successful you will be. Who do you think is the most successful person who ever lived? Who? You are not even confident that Because you are thinking of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> or Bill Gates. Or something. Those are these people when they are dying, they, they regret their life. Like, oh, I didn't live the way I wanted to live. Jesus never said that. Jesus on the cross said that. Mother, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. Even in his death, he knew that he had to be responsible. He was responsible for his mother. And then said it is finished. He didn't say, Pilot, he never said that. He's, he died in confidence. Yes, try it. Have you ever sat in a plane that is coming down before? Yes, I sat in a plane recently. It's, it almost turned to its belly. Come and see Jesus being mentioned. Even Muslims were seeing Jesus. Gigi? Gigi? It's not a small thing. It's not easy to die. In the face of death, Jesus was confident. He was very successful. Very, very, very successful. Jesus never said, ah, I regret doing something. Like, he called the disciples and said, I regret making Judas a disciple. If I knew that he would do this to me, I wouldn't have chosen him. He's a very bad man. Peter, when you see him, choke him with knife, okay? There was nothing like that. Jesus was thoroughly successful. Thoroughly. Hallelujah. Why do you think Jesus prayed alone most of the time? Have you noticed that Jesus prayed alone most of the time? In some cases, he would take Peter, James, and John with him. Just some few cases, about two or three cases. Even that one, he still prays alone. He would let them somewhere pray, and then he would go some meters away and also go and, go and pray. Why do you think he was doing that? Can anybody tell me? Think about it. Just think about it. Distraction. Okay, that could be part. But Jesus, I believe, spoke in tongues whilst he was on earth. Because he had the spirit. He spoke in tongues whilst he was, in, whilst he was here on earth. But because the disciples were not educated along that line, he didn't want them to have and know what he does in his prayer. So he had to separate them from himself and pray. Did you get it? When he was sleeping, he said, Tarry ye at Jerusalem for the promise of my father which I have spoken of. Then he says, you shall be endured with power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You will be able to do what I've been doing after the Holy Ghost comes. He was speaking. And when the Holy Spirit came, the language he came with was tongue speaking. 
Yeah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus offered himself to God through the Spirit. There's nothing you can give to God without the Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to be involved. Your prayer is not correct without the Spirit. Haven't you read where it says that we don't know what to pray as we ought. But the Spirit bears with our infirmity. Okay? What scripture am I quoting right now? Romans 8, 26. So let's look at it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. We don't know what to pray for. So you can be praying. Father, I thank you that Jesus came to die for me. Probably that's not what God needs you to say at that time. You get it? God needs you to say something else. But you, you don't know what, even your prayer is not correct. God is too holy. He's so holy, even your language is not correct. The English you are speaking is nasty for him. Or you don't know. Your, your English, your tree, your gun, your ever is by baller to God. Yes. Because it's not a whole language. It's not a whole language. I remember telling you some time ago that I asked you a question. What language were Adam and Eve speaking when they came? Which language? Is it tree? Adam looked at Eve. Eve! The say, hey, hey. It's Yapo, no? I'm amazed Yapo, no? She has a as I enter in. It's only fantasy who speak tree and English at the same time. Hallelujah. So, what language do you think they were speaking during those times? It's a question. What language? Ever. I think it should be ever. Ever is heavier, like. It's, it looks more spiritual. Can you speak some ever for us? Speak some ever. Say something ever. Figenena. Is this more spiritual? Figenena. Smells like there's flare inside the thing. It sounds like God, like God talking. Figenena. It should have been ever. That was the God's, you see. We don't really know. Because if you read your Bible, if you read in Genesis chapter 11, we see Nimrod and the people who were with him. Nimrod came after Noah. Okay? And the Bible says that at that time, the whole earth, Genesis chapter 11 verse 1, the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. They all had one language, they all had one speech. But they were doing something that was against the knowledge of God and against God's work and against God's purpose. And how did God separate them? God separated them by confusing their language and giving them various languages. So on that day, that one language that they had, all of a sudden changed. They didn't learn it. They woke up speaking another language. Before they went to sleep, they were speaking one language. When they woke up and they came to come and work, the carpenter came and said, Fikinena. And the mason said, Now it's the same. Then the architect said, I don't like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> then another person who speaks Spanish. Everybody, they didn't learn the language. Languages were not learned. According to the scriptures, it wasn't learned. Let us go down and, and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. In one night, everybody's speech and everybody's language changed. 
cultures were not learned. It was a speech, it's a culture, a way of life. Their way of life changed in one night. What happened the day the Holy Spirit came? The day the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says that in Acts chapter 2, okay, he came with us, a rushing mighty wind, filled the room where they were, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with tongues. And as they began to speak with tongues, people from various languages, all kinds of languages came. Go to Acts chapter, chapter 2, from verse 5. And they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men of, out of every nation under heaven. Out of every nation under what? So every nation was gathered there on that day. Did you hear that? Out of every nation under heaven, no one excluded. There were some accounts there as well. Some evers were there. Next verse. Now when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded. Why? They were confused. Just like there was confusion at Babylon. There was confusion here. They were confounded. Like, hey, what's going on? Because that every man, every man, every man was, and the heaven was gathered there. And yet they had, every man had them speak in his own language. Look at the next verse. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? They are Galileans. They are supposed to be speaking Jewish. They are supposed to be speaking Hebrew. How come? Look at the next verse. How? And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? Then they give some few languages. Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers of Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia. Chinese was inside the thing. As Peter was speaking in tongues. No, when you hear some languages, you realize that some of your tongues is someone's language. Oh, I'm telling you. We traveled recently and we had some Indian speaking, the southernest language. It's not Hindi, it's something else. I thought that it was someone's tongues. I was like, Charlie, I've heard this somewhere before. Yes. The Bible says that we, even though you speak in the tongues of angels or of men, there are tongues of men. Sometimes our tongues are tongues of men. Sometimes it changes to tongues of angels. Phrygia and Pamphylia in Egypt and in the past of Libya, and Libya was there. And about Cyrene. Cyrene is Algeria. So Africa was there. And strange, strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes. Next verse. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. The wonderful works of God. So, God restored the one language of man that was being used to communicate to him prior to the division of man's language. He restored it in speaking of tongues. So, it is the most holy language. You remember, God could speak to Adam and Adam would reply. What language was Adam using? What language was Adam using? Certainly not English. When God said, let the light, what language was he speaking Hebrew? Reshit, Shamayim. It goes beyond that. Hallelujah. So the tongues that you are speaking is something that is very sacred. It is the language of God. When we say speaking the language of the Spirit, who is the Spirit? Who is the Spirit? So what are we talking about? Speaking the language of God. That's what you are saying. So it is the most whole of languages that you can communicate with God with. If you speak in your language, you may confound yourself. You'll be seeing right no? when he doesn't need to collect any steer. Maybe he needs the gear instead, not the steer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speaking tongues, blasting tongues for some few seconds. Kola <laughs> 
Lego Shanaba Sakatalavai. Lebros Kadabadi. Valo Hoshi. Mando Skiza. Valo Shige. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Speaking in tongues is so powerful. Praying in tongues is so powerful. And you must be conscious of what you are doing. Okay? You must be conscious of it. The Bible says that the one who speaks in, in a known tongue charges himself like a battery. He charges the spirit up. The Bible says, be a glow. Have you ever read that portion in the Bible? Romans chapter 12. Be a glow in the spirit. Romans chapter 12, look at verse 10. Be kindly affectionate one to another and brother love and not preferring one another. Next verse. Not supposed to be but fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. The word fervent in spirit is to be a glow. Okay? Let's, let's read other versions. Sure, you see it. Be quick in spirit. This one says, be quick in spirit. Look at another one. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Have you seen it? Yeah. Keep yourselves what? Fueled and aflame. How do you keep yourselves fueled and aflame? He showed it to us. Never lag in zeal and in any the devil. Be a glow. Have you seen it? The amplifier says, be a glow. What does it mean to be a glow? To be on fire. To be aflame. Isn't it? Is that what it means? To be a glow. It says, be a glow. And burning with the spirit. Serving the Lord. How do you burn with the spirit? How do you get someone to burn in the spirit? Shanokoza, Falkedea, Zula, it is what keeps your spirit lighted up. It is the meal that keeps your spirit strong and strengthened. Okay? There's a meal of the spirit. How many of you have eaten this evening? I mean, try not eating for three continuous days. Have you ever done that before? Not eating for three continuous days. You are drinking water, but you are not eating. Have you done some before? I've done some before. I know how it feels. I've done some before. Three days without food, only water. I was 17 when I first did that. We went to fast and pray for seven days. And the first three days was no food, just water. The rest of the days were with granite and banana. Now, the, after the first three days, you realize that you can't move. We crawl. You crawl like, you crawl like, a, you crawl like a snake. It's not, it's not, you can't move. There's no way. You can't. You crawl like snake to look for something. It's not a small thing. You wait. You are really waiting on God. You can't move. Why are you going? You can't brush your teeth too because if you brush your teeth, you become hungry more. You know, brushing makes you hungry. So you can't brush. So the first way brush is finished. We don't talk. You are just. It's not a small thing. Yeah. That is what happens to you. No, have you ever been hungry before? Do you know small, small? Has Nketenkete ever done you before? <laughs> when Nketenkete catches you. Even if you get a, a fly, you want to chew a fly. You are just hungry. Hallelujah. Yeah. You, you, can, you can, a lot of us can starve our spirits. Your spirit is hungry. Three weeks it has not eaten. Your spirit has not eaten anything. He's not, he can't even crawl like a serpent. 
he's what? He's dead. He's just lying there, barely breathing. And that's what happens. So it's like, oh, you realize, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not fine. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. It's because your spirit is, is very weak. Your spirit man can sustain you in life. Okay? The Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. When you become born again, the life of the flesh goes beyond the blood. It's now in the spirit, in your spirit man. Yeah. The Bible says that if your strength fails in the day of adversity, your strength is weak. He's talking about your spiritual strength. So you can be aglow. You can be burning. He says, be aglow and burning in the spirit. Be aglow and burning in the spirit. How do you do that? It takes you beyond the natural. It takes you beyond the natural. That is when supernatural things can happen around you on a more frequent basis. Okay? Something strange can just happen around you. Hallelujah. When are you going to buy... How many of you would want to have your own plane? Airplane. You'd want to. Is it something you'd want to have? When are you going to have that in your life? How long are you going to save for it? How long? I mean, how long are you going to save for it? You need about five lifetimes to be able to save for it, doesn't it? You finish, you die, you go and come, you go and come, you go four times. Then you can buy it. How are you even going to sustain it after you have bought it? Fuck, I can't buy an empire. You want to build an empire, a big empire. How many of you want to accomplish something with your life? You want to be relevant in life. So, what are your plans? What plans do you have? Any kind. Good kind, not the bad kind. Yeah, I, I don't know what you want to do with like. You should have something you want to do with your life. Don't you have anything you want to do with your life? What, what course are you doing in school? Biochemistry. What do you hope to do with biochemistry? I did chemistry, so we are related. But what do you hope to do with biochemistry when you finish school? I mean, what do you hope to do with biochemistry? Or you've never thought about it? A whole lot. Tell me one. So this is a lot. Just tell me one. Do you have ambition in life? Yeah. You have ambition. Yeah. What is your that's basically what what is your ambition? Uh-huh. What is your yes, tell me. Okay, yeah. I've always wanted to um, do my masters and my PhD in media field, work at BBC in Britain. Yeah. BBC in Britain. Yeah. Okay. Yes, continue. Mm, BBC in Britain, as in be a newscast over there, then travel around the world. How some <laughs> you didn't say yours. Let us say yes. Continue. Yeah. Um, invest and have group of companies. Yeah, and have foundations too. And yeah. Hallelujah. That's an ambitious person. You see, when you make plans or when you you have ambitions, naturally, I'm just talking naturally, okay, or no, in a normal day, you must have a. You must remember where you are right now. Remember your location. It's called man, know thyself. <laughs> remember where you are. Like you have all these dreams. Now, remember where you are. This is where I am. How do I get from here to that place? 
You get it. How do I get from here to that place? You realize that, hey, you need five lifetimes to be able to achieve what you claim you want to achieve. Isn't it? There's a way you can achieve greatness. There's a way you can achieve greatness. Okay? To achieve greatness, you can't do without the Holy Spirit. You can't. It's not possible. As a child of God, you can't do it without the Holy Spirit. Remember, there are people who achieve greatness and hang themselves at the end of the day. Have you seen something before? Earlier this year, some four rich men committed suicide. Did you hear about it? One hanged himself, the other, were they two? Even one was a newscaster, CNN newscaster, big CNN newscaster. He hanged himself with something. Do you remember? It was earlier this year, I believe. One doctor also, very rich doctor, also committed suicide. There were four. All in like a week or something like that. So people achieve great, greatness, but they realize that they are empty after everything. But with the Holy Ghost, you can't have that emptiness when you have achieved greatness. The Holy Ghost brings fulfillment in achievement. Okay? You, you, it's not possible. You, you can't feel sad and like you don't know. You've gotten money. People are chopping your money. You can't even eat again. People achieve greatness and they, are, they have ulcer throughout. Their stomach is finished. Do you know Rockefeller? He became so rich that his riches extended about six generations from him. Like if his great, 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 great grandson decides not to work, he'll be a rich man. Did you get it? Great, 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 great grandson, four or five or six away from him, decides that I'm not going to work. He will still be a rich person. But you know his diet, he could only eat milk and biscuits. That was the only thing he could eat because his stomach was spot. He can't chew chicken. When he chews the chicken, the chicken will kill him. So he's seen chicken. People in his house, strangers are on his dining table chewing chicken. They didn't work for the money. But he can't, he has to, he made all the money, but he can't eat chicken. He couldn't eat rice. Oh yes. Because the hard work made him neglect food. He was always thinking and doing things and putting things together and all that. So, uh, success naturally always makes you have a deficit on one side of your life. It's either you neglect your family completely so that you can succeed. That's why a lot of rich people have their children being weed smokers, cocaine addicts and all that. Their father is rich, but they are there to spend the money. You know that? Uh So, how can you... Because success must be all around. Success must be, and even real success is according to the one who created you. If, if this microphone is being used to collect sand outside as a spade, it has failed. That's not what it was made for. It may be succeeding there, but it has failed. So in his maker's eyes, this is not what I made you for. I made you to be used as a microphone, to, to be spoken through, not to be using, using you as a spade. It can, it can work, but... I always thought when I was younger that a, micro, a microwave was a TV, was a kind of TV. I don't know about you, but that was what I thought. I don't know. I don't know about you. If I hear yours, I run away. So real success is actually according to your caller, the one who called you, the one who designed you. Are you seeing it? Hmm. Without the Holy Spirit, you will struggle. 
It's not a joke. I'm very serious with you, actually. The Holy Spirit is the one who can take you there. There's Holy Ghost airwaves. It's called the transportation of the Holy Spirit. He can transport you into the future. Show you visions. Let you know exactly what you ought to do. Those things are found and are done in prayer. They are not, you don't get them whilst walking around. Okay? You don't get them whilst walking around. Hallelujah. He helps you see and helps you journey per day. What to do every day to be able to get to where he wants you to get to. That's what he does. You neglect him, you're in trouble. That is why we do some of the things we do. That's why we pray. Without the Holy Ghost, you'll be as blind as a bat. Okay? Praying in tongues helps you to have proper communication with the Holy Spirit. That leads you to visions, dreams, ideas, strategies, concepts. And that strengthens you to be able to do what God wants you to do per time. Okay? That's what praying in tongues does for you. It strengthens you. That's, it says be a glow, be burning. You are always burning, you're on fire. For what? Sometimes you can't. People have had New Year resolutions. They'll say that, oh, this year I'll do this. You are lying. You can make the New Year resolution with a strange face. God, this year. I'm telling you. <laughs> You can do whatever you want to do. Still, you realize that after three weeks, by January 21st, you don't even remember what you said. You don't remember the stance you were in and the facial expression when you were even making that decision. And you are making new ones. You are always making new resolutions every time. Have you seen some before in your life? You have seen some. The Holy Ghost is the only one to remind you. Okay? And help you. Achieve greatness. He's the only one. Without him, forget it. <laughs> he transports you into your future. Yeah. Transports you into your future. And you know that you cannot be a failure. You just can't be a failure. No, not through this means. They are people speaking in tongues and don't understand what they are doing. Okay? If you understand what you are doing, you get the benefits. It's not about it's understanding what you are doing. And I'm showing you one of the things that happens. You burn. It's called charging yourself. Okay? Charging yourself. Staring up the gifts and the callings of God that are inside you. Look at Jude one twenty. Will you speak in tongues? You will. You have to. It's the language of God. Can you imagine? It's the language of God. It's the way to go. It's the way to go. Sometimes you can speak in tongues and stretch forth. That's what God will lead you. Stretch forth your hands. You stretch forth your hands like this, and the anointing of God's spirit moves from your fingers and goes into the future. <laughs> you, the, it's called the release of the spirit. That's what God is released from you. Yeah. You realize you touch a thing and it's working. It's just working. It doesn't mean that challenges will not come your way. But when challenges come your way, you see them as bread. You can't. People wonder how you're able to do. How? You get to places where people have turned back. You get there and you walk through. Nobody can understand. What, what are you using? 
she now follow Jose. When they ask, what are you using? She now follow Jose. Lego, shala, hada, hasa, tala, palakaya. That's it. That's what you're using. Hallelujah. It is not senseless. Speaking in tongues is not senseless. Okay? The Bible emphatically mentions that the one who speaks in an unknown tongue, okay, does not speak unto men, but speaks unto God. Then he mentions also that as you're speaking in tongues, your mind is unfruitful. So it has very small to do with your mind. If you, if you are speaking in tongues and someone else is standing by you, he will realize that it's like you are joking. Especially someone who is unlearned. Someone who does not know about speaking in tongues. When you start speaking in tongues, you're like, hey, Kojaf. They be a say, they don't understand. They will insult you. But that is the, that is the means to real success. Yeah, that's the means to real success. It says, be, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves. Building up yourselves. On your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Have you seen it? Praying in the... How do you pray in the Holy Ghost? You pray in the Holy Ghost by speaking in tongues with your mind in participation with what you are doing. It's talking about your consciousness in the spirit. Look at, look at the Amplified. But you beloved, build yourselves up. up. Founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Make progress. Rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Rise like an edifice. Do you understand an edifice? Rise like a building. Higher, higher and higher. In other words, the way to progress in life, the way to increase, how many of you want to increase? In whatever you are doing. Whatever. The means of increasing in whatever you are doing is Speaking in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost. Okay? Can you imagine it is not studying some books, some motivational books? 21 steps to success. Step number one, don't sleep much. Step number two, read five books every day. Step number three, you realize that you do step number one, you get to step number two, you forget step number one. Because you can't combine step one, step two, step three. You can't, it's not possible. They make unreasonable demands on us. It's called man, know thyself. <laughs> you realize that it's knowing what they are like, they've written the book. It's not in you. It's not. Maybe it's for someone. It's not about you, dear. No. You just can't. This is, this is for you. If you are like that. I'm like that. I'm not talented at all. I don't have, oh, I don't have ability on a normal day. I don't even know how to talk. It's only in church that I can talk. It's only when I hold microphone that I can. I, I don't really know how to talk on a normal day. I don't have oratory powers. Not at all. Not on a normal day. Not in the natural. No, 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 no. I don't talk. I don't know how to talk. It's when I am in the spirit, then I can talk proper. It's the Holy Ghost who has given me ability to talk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are surprised. I don't have confidence naturally, normally. No, 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 no. I don't. It's the Spirit of God who grants me boldness and confidence. So I learned a long time ago to not rely on the flesh. That's what it means to rely on the flesh. You rely on things that you, I, I, I go feed. This, oh, this one we go feed one. We go feed one. We go, we go do one. It's my tyrant. <laughs> Where is your tyrant? <laughs> we don't have, those of us who don't have tyrants, we realize that we have to depend on the Holy Ghost. You need the, you need the Holy Spirit. 
No, if you know where I've been, where, where I went to school, and you sh- I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. No, you won't even follow me. I know that in the flesh, there's nothing good. There's nothing good. So I must depend on the Spirit for high achievement, to be able to do something. How many of you want to rise higher and higher? The, word, the scriptures are showing us to speak in tongues. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Do you know that what makes people successful are very little things? It's not big things that makes people real successes. It's small things that are done consistently. If this doesn't look like a big deal, Shama Davalava Sokolobo Sholobolobolobo Logo Sholobolobolobolobo God, I hear me, I hear, I hear me. You you may not even hear God say anything because He has said it already. It says, as you do the Sholobolobo Sholobolobolobolo, this is what is happening to you. You are making progress. You are rising higher and higher. You are moving forward like an edifice. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a success. Say it again. I'm a success. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at ChristWorldINC.com. God bless you.